0: God is good, yes, and uh, last week I was going to talk about baptism, but if you were here last week, you know that God changed my message Saturday night, and um, so we didn't. But this week we're going to talk briefly about the, um, the, uh, the who, the how, and the why of baptism. Who needs to be baptized, how do we do it, and why do we do it? Um, so I just want to talk for just a few minutes this morning about that. We're having a service. Uh, we're having a, a baptism here on June the 9th. And so I want to speak to those people who are thinking about it, uh, who are considering it. And, and so, so basically I'm talking to three groups of people today. I'm talking to people who, who don't know anything about baptism or why we do it. And then I'm talking to people who are going to be baptized, who want to be baptized and want to know more about it. And then I'm talking to people who have been baptized but need to be reminded of what it means and be reminded of their commitments that they made on those days. Amen? Amen. I have a wedding ring that I wear that reminds me of commitment, right? It's an outward appearance. This is not my marriage, but this reminds me of it. Uh, Your baptism, when you're baptized, it's an outward sign to the world that I'm in a relationship with Jesus. That I have made a decision to follow after Jesus. And so that's what we're going to talk about um, today. Baptism is an outward sign of what's going on in the inside. It's a sign to others that we've made a commitment to serve and to follow Jesus. It is a sacrament. Um, many churches call it an ordinance. Uh, it is something, but, but I like the word sacrament because a sacrament at its root means mystery. It's a mystery how that baptism works. There are sacraments to the church. Healing is a sacrament. Communion is a sacrament. It's a mystery. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't believe that after, if, if after you leave here today and you're in some kind of catastrophic accident and they do an autopsy on the contents of your stomach, they're not going to find Jesus' DNA. I don't believe that it becomes the body and the blood of Jesus. We believe that it is a symbol, it's symbolic, it's a remembrance, but that there is a presence of God that is found there, that Jesus meets us at the communion table, and Jesus meets us just like healing is a sacrament. When, when, when you are healed of something, it's not just Pastor Walker or Pastor Sharon or, or myself laying hands on you and praying for you, it's not just, it's not us, it's a, it's a mystery how that happens, something is at work. Have you ever left church and felt like the Lord has spoken to you? It's not that the preacher's words or voice is the voice of God, but something happens between, sometimes prayerfully, my mouth and your ears, that is a mystery that God uses to speak to you, right? And that's what baptism is. It's a sacrament. It's a mystery like that. There's, this is not the Jordan River, But as we bless these waters of baptism, as we pray, God, make these like the waters that you were baptized in. I'm getting ahead of myself. That's not the Jordan River, but that something happens. Something mysterious happens. It's a sacrament. It's a mystery. And it's a command for us to do. And there's something, I don't know about you, but there's something to me that I, I, I like about the fact that knowing that. Every believer that has ever believed has been baptized. Not ever, I know the thief on the cross did not have time to be baptized. I understand that there are deathbed conversions. Not every believer, but most believers have been baptized. That's something that we share. That is something that we share. You know, there are different denominations, and, and sometimes we don't all share a lot in common, but baptism is something that we share with every denomination. We share that. Peter was baptized. Paul was baptized. James was baptized. Your favorite characters in the New Testament were baptized. That's something we share. To me, there's something cool about that. God is at work in the waters of baptism. Just as he's at work in the other sacraments that I mentioned. Communion, healing, um, preaching. God is at work. Amen? Amen. Let Let me jump ahead. Baptism is the next step for a believer after the initial coming to Christ? So once, so so, what are the qualifications for baptism? Who who needs to be baptized? Um, here's the qualifications. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in Jesus? And have you repented? And if you can answer yes to those two questions, then you need to be baptized. If you have not been baptized, but, and you believe in Jesus, and you have repented, then you need to be baptized. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to some of you who have thought, uh, I don't want to get baptized. It's weird. You get wet. You, the water's probably going to be cold. My hair's going to be a mess afterward when I come up. If you believe in Jesus, and you have repented, then you need to be baptized. That's who. That's the who. There's no getting out of it. It's something that Jesus told us to do. It's a command. Mark 16, 16, these are the words of Jesus. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. If, you're, if you have a red letter edition Bible, those, those letters are in red. Those are the words of Jesus. Whomever believes and is baptized will be saved. We need Baptism is a necessity. It is something that you need to have done. Every person that believes in Jesus as Lord and Savior need to be baptized. What are the qualifications that are, I already gave them to you? It's not, it's not anything real complicated. I know there are some churches that have baptism classes, and that you have to you know, do all these things, and I'm not talk, speaking against those. I think it's fine to get educated on what it is you're doing. But the qualifications are believe and repent and be baptized. In the New Testament, I was talking to Pastor Walker the other day. Lots of times, as soon as somebody would uh, convert to Christianity, they'd start looking for water. Like, hey, you remember the Ethiopian eunuch? He's like, stop the chariot. What presents me? Or what presents? (laughs) What's the word I'm looking for? What prevents (laughs) What's the matter with me I don't know if sometimes when I get up here something happens to me and I my vocabulary is just gone and I start talking in weird voices and acting like a fool but the the Ethiopian eunuch says what prevents me from being baptized and Philip's like nothing He stops the chariot runs down to the water as soon as he believes and is baptized so what pre- what's preventing you nothing you you're preventing you we're gonna have this thing's gonna be full of water there will be no cannonballs or anything like that, but, but we have the, the place and you have the heart. Amen? If you have not been baptized and you believe in Jesus, it is something that you need to do. You don't have to wait until you're perfect. You don't have to wait until you have all the answers. You don't have to memorize the fundamental truths. Do you believe in Jesus and have you repented of your sins? If you check yes and yes, then you can be baptized. And if you just can check one of those, well, before the service is over, I'm going to give you an opportunity to check the other one. So you'll be without excuse. There will be nothing that prevents you from being baptized today. Not today. June 9th. You don't have to wait until you're perfect. I already said that. Here's the who. Peter replied, Acts 2 38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Repent and be baptized. Not some of you, not everybody who feels like it, not those of you who aren't afraid of water, not. not the leaders, not the pastors. Every one of you. If you believe, then you need to be baptized. Amen? Amen. The only qualification for baptized, as far as I can tell, to be baptized when I read my Bible, is to believe and to repent. Amen. We already talked about the Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. That's in Acts 38. If, many, if you don't believe me, you can look it up. Many times in the New Testament, as soon as they... Uh, accepted Christ. They were baptized. We talked about that. And so, now that's the who. Who needs to be baptized? Anybody that believes. Anybody that's repented. That's some of you that I'm looking at right now who are thinking, I'm not going to do it this time. Uh, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. The people who aren't making eye contact with me right now. I'm talking to you. If you believe and you've repented, you need to be baptized. So So how Do we do it? This is the easiest part of the sermon. We just come up in here. The pastors will be up in here in the the tank. It's a pretty deep tank. And you will walk down the steps. You will profess your faith in Jesus, and we will baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, as Jesus commanded us to do. Amen. I always like to tell this story when I talk about baptism. I've got a prop. So if you were here last year when we baptized, you've heard this before. But, this even has noises to it. This is pretty smooth. The Knights of the Templar, has anybody ever heard of them? When they used to be baptized, they would be baptized. They would become Christians and they'd be baptized. But when they were baptized they would come into the waters of baptism and they would hold their sword out of the water. And the rest of them, you know, they'd go under, but they would not submit their sword to Jesus. Because the Knights of the Templar wanted to be able to still kill and murder. But Jesus calls us to a different life. Jesus asks for all of us. Now, some of you, when you were baptized, you didn't hold your sword out, but some of you maybe still are holding your wallet out. I'm going to be baptized, but I'm going to hold my wallet out. God, you can have all of me, Lord, but you can't have this. You can't touch this. This is mine. I work hard for what's in here. Everything you have is a gift from the Lord. Everything that you have is a gift from the Lord. And God wants all of you. That's why we submerge all the way. Because we are giving all of ourselves. We are plunging all the way in that water. This is is us saying, God, we die to the old self. We are dying to ourselves. Some of you need to bring this up and let it get baptized. This is my cell phone. In fact, some of your cell phones need to be baptized probably separate. They need their own, they need their own time of confession and their own time of salvation. Because I've seen your Twitter and your Facebook. In fact, I've said this before. Some of y'all's Facebook needs to walk the aisle and get prayed for and be baptized. Baptism is about giving all of yourself. It is about dying to yourself. And if you're going to hold something back, then don't do it. Because it is about plunging into the waters and giving all of yourself. Not leaving anything out. Total submersion. Some of us like to leave our tongue out. Like, okay, Lord, you can have all of me, but you can't have this. I'm still going to gossip. I'm still going to talk bad about people. I'm still going to slander. God wants all of us. God wants all of you. God wants every last bit of you. That's why we plunge all the way in. We don't leave anything out. Um, Another part of the how, so, you know, maybe some of you are like me, you like to think logistically. Okay, so we're going to get in there, then we're going to get out wet, then what? This room over here is going to be a, a changing room. We're going to have a place for um, privacy uh, stalls for you to change and get dressed while other people are being baptized. I mean, this is th- these are things people think about, so I'm just getting you comfortable with the idea. Uh. My my plan and my hope is, because it's kind of hard to uh, see from everywhere you sit, I'm going to have, somebody's going to be videoing, uh, and then we're going to cast it onto the TV so you'll be able to see your loved one as they are baptized. Um, So that's the how. How are we going to do it? We're going to submerge you in the water. We're going to send you off to get dried off while others are being baptized. You will have privacy um, you will be the only one in there. I just wanted to ease your mind if you were worried about that. So that's the how. So I gave you the who, and I gave you the how, and it's only eleven fifteen, and I've got a long time to give you the why. No. I'm just kidding. Pray right now that I won't take a long time. Pray that you'll listen well, and I won't have to keep saying it. I'm putting the ball back in your court. Jesus said in Matthew twenty-eight, nineteen: "Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit." Why do we baptize? Because it's a command of Jesus. Number one. Why? Why baptize? Why do we have to do it? Why do we get in the have to get in the water? Can't I just kneel and you uh, do like what the Queen of England does and you just knight me? Can we just do that? That'd be easier. That way I don't get wet. I don't have to change my clothes. Well, if Jesus had commanded us to do that, that's how we'd do it. But it's not. This is what he's given us. He's given us the waters of baptism. It's a command of Jesus. That's why we do it. Number two, it joins us to his death and resurrection, Romans 6, 1 through 5. I don't believe I sent the, this to, uh, to you, Chris. I don't think you have it. <clears throat> or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ, these are the words of Paul, We're baptized into his death? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. We are baptized to join him in his death and resurrection. It's symbolic of going down and dying to self and then being raised to a new life with Jesus. Amen? Amen. Baptism is, joins us to the death and resurrection of Jesus. Romans 6, 1 through 5. The third thing it does, the third reason we do it, is it clothes us in Christ. Galatians three twenty six through 29. So in Christ Jesus you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There's neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. We are baptized and we are clothed in Christ. And once we are clothed in Christ, I included included the rest of the scripture because I like what Paul goes into there. Because now, let me give it to you in um, our language of our day. If you are baptized in Jesus then you're not racist. If you're baptized in Jesus, then you're not sexist. That's that's what he's saying. If you're baptized in Jesus, then you understand that we're all brothers and we're all sisters. And we are all the image bearers of God and we are all created in God's image. Amen? Amen? Man, I thought for sure I'd get some amens there. We're all image bearers of God. Amen. Amen. So it, it clothes us in Christ. It clothes us in Christ. If we believe in him, we ought to live like he lived. It's 1 John chapter 2. And how did he live? This is the way he lived. Jesus, you're not supposed to talk to Samaritans. I don't follow those rules. Jesus, you're not supposed to talk to women. Yeah, those rules mean nothing to me. We're to clothe, our, clothe ourselves in Christ. Number four, it symbolically washes away our old sinful life. Acts twenty two sixteen. And now what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, and wash your sins away. Calling on his name. This is what the Lord said to Paul during his conversion. He's giving this testimony. It symbolically washes away our old sinful life. There's something about the waters of baptism where we leave the old man in the waters. We submerge into the waters, and we come up out of the water, new creatures, new creations. It's symbolic. Yes, we're going to be new people in in old problems, right? We're We're going to come up out of the water, and life's not going to All of a sudden, be great and peachy. Jesus was baptized and he was immediately sent into the desert and had to face the devil for 40 days. Life's not going to be perfect after you're baptized, but symbolically, it washes away your sins and you become a new creature. There's something about the waters of baptism where we leave the old man in the waters. And, and I, thought, I thought about this. I wasn't going to include this in my notes, but then this morning when I got up, I, I added it. A couple of weeks ago, Pastor Walker was preaching about the Exodus uh, out of, from the book of Exodus, when the children of Israel left Egypt and they passed through the waters. And then Paul references that, that exact event and says they were being baptized, um, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. <clears throat> but then the waters... Covered the armies of Egypt and Pharaoh and his armies. And when, when, when he was talking about that and reading those scriptures, for some reason, and maybe because we're having our baptism, I began to think about Jesus being baptized. And you know that Jesus was baptized. Jesus went to John the Baptist. It's in Matthew Uh, Matthew chapter 3. All the synoptic gospels record it. That's Matthew, Mark, and Luke. They all record Jesus going to John the Baptist to be baptized. But I just told you why we're baptized. Number one, because Jesus tells us to do it. Because we join in Christ's life with him. uh, To be washed from our sins. Jesus lived a sinful life. Forgive me. A sinless life. Jesus lived a sinless life. So why did he have to be baptized? Why did Jesus enter the waters of baptism? Jesus entered the waters of baptism, I believe, because everything that Jesus touched became clean. Because Jesus was clean, everything he he touched became clean. And when Jesus went into the waters of baptism, he made them pure and clean for us. He purified the waters of baptism so that when we now go in and we're going to... Bless this water and say, Lord, bless this. Make it like the Jordan after you went in. Jesus purified the water. Jesus got it ready for us. Jesus said to John, he said, "Uh, it's proper for you to do this so that I can fulfill all righteousness. So that I can fulfill all righteousness. What's another word for righteousness? Justice. So that I can fulfill all righteousness justice or righteousness that's what Jesus told John and I believe that Jesus in the waters of baptism redeems for us the narrative of water in all of scripture and what do I mean by that at creation we know that the spirit of God hovered on top of the water but that we know that under the water was chaos it was chaotic creation Right? Everybody with me? Creation, read, read Genesis 1. one. Chaos, there was chaos under the water. Spirit was on top. Then you go to Noah's, the, uh, the narrative of Noah's flood. You have righteousness on top of the water. Unrighteousness, sin underneath the water, right? Everything that's anti-God, everything that's anti-Christ was drowned in the waters of the flood. Then you have, you go to to the Exodus, you have armies of Israel pass through the water, they don't get wet, they're not affected by the water, and then you have the physical enemies of God buried in the water. The Spirit on top of the water, the righteousness of God, the ark on top of the water. But when Jesus is plunged into the water, he goes deep into the water, deep into the To redeem the enemies of God. Deep to redeem the unrighteousness of Noah's day. Deep to redeem the chaos of creation. Jesus redeems that. And if you have been baptized, how deep are you reaching? How deep are you going? Are you going to the enemies of God? Jesus says it this way, do you just love those who love you? How deep are we reaching? How deep are we going to reach? Jesus, reached into, Jesus redeems the water. Jesus fulfills justice. Jesus fulfills all righteousness by redeeming the waters. Before he ever walked on the water, he plunged deep into the water. Jesus redeems water, uh, the biblical narrative of water. He redeems water for mankind. The spirit hovered over water. The ark hovered over the water. But Jesus does what those couldn't do. The art could not save the unrighteousness of man. But Jesus can. Jesus can. Jesus can reach right down into that water right to the enemies of God and he can pull them to salvation. Jesus can reach right down into that water to, to your enemies, to my enemies, to people who talk bad about us, who we don't like. We're called to reach to them. If we are baptized... Like, like Jesus instructed, then that is our call. We are called to reach those who no one else wants to reach. We're called to reach those who we don't even want to reach. We're called to reach those who are unlovely, who are unrighteous, who are our enemies. Jesus calls us to love our enemies. Jesus calls us to the waters of baptism, to plunge all the way in, and not just for us but to plunge all the way deep enough to redeem even the enemies of God. Even the enemies of God. Even the unrighteousness around us. Even the chaos of this city around us. We are called to plunge deep enough to redeem the chaos of this city, the lost in this city. Amen. That's what we're called to in baptism. That's why Jesus was baptized. That's one of the reasons Jesus was baptized. I believe was to redeem the unredeemable, because the baptism of Jesus is a lot like the, his, his death and resurrection. He's baptized, the heavens are rent wide open, and we hear the voice of God. He, he dies, He comes out of the grave, the veil is rent, and the holy place is exposed to everyone now. Jesus baptism changed the way the world operates. I believe. Changed the, 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 uh, it changed the relationship between heaven and earth. Jesus changed it all. Jesus, in his baptism, he comes up out of the water. In his death, he comes up out of the tomb. In his baptism, heaven is torn open, exposing the voice of God. In his death, the veil in the temple is torn open, exposing the most holy place. When Jesus got baptized, heaven tore open. His baptism changed the relationship between heaven and earth. When he's baptized, the Spirit descends upon him. When he's resurrected, the Spirit descends upon the church. When we are baptized, we are agents of this redeemed way of thinking, this way of thinking about the world. You know, sometimes as Christians, we can become like Pharisees, and we look at the world with our nose turned up at them and think, if they would just do what's right, what if we start thinking if I would just reach out to them? If I would just plunge myself deep enough into that, their situation. If I would plunge myself deep enough into their life to where I what, what hurts them hurts me. What concerns them concerns me. If I plunge myself deep enough into that, maybe I can make a difference. That's what we're called to do as followers of Jesus. Because that's what he did. He reached out to the least of these. He told us that that's what we're to do. We're to reach the least of these. The people who don't believe like we believe. The people who don't look like we look. The people who don't think like we think. The people who don't speak the same language that we speak. We're called to them. Every last one of them. As followers of Jesus, we are called to them. So I challenge you this morning, River Church, If you have not been baptized into this baptism that I'm talking about, then I challenge you after church today to come up to me and tell me I'm getting baptized. If you've been baptized before, I challenge you today to rededicate yourself to this type of life. Rededicate, renew your vows to Christ today. Rededicate yourself to this type of life. Why do we get baptized? Because he told us to because it joins us to his death and resurrection. It clothes us in Christ, and it washes us clean. Amen. 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 God is good.